Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Another broadcast of Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here in Block Talk. Satan's Rapture.com, Rapture.org, our band site. And with me, my uh, original co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Danny? Well, old, over the hill, climbing my way back up the mountain. Yeah, Danny. If you think of yourself like that, you're gonna feel like that. You gotta say, "Hey, I'm no, doing I, good. I'm young that, for my age, and I'm doing good." That was sarcasm. Me and my sons joke like that all the time. But they say, "As a man think, if so, he is." That's true. To a degree, I mean, you could be a hundred years old and think you're twenty. You're not, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But anyway, to all our listeners out there, you know, welcome to the show. Is the only radio broadcast, the only broadcast, podcast, sermon, any cast from planet Earth that's teaching the truth of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and back again. And, you know, Danny, when we talk about the Bible, there's two aspects to the Bible. One mm-hmm. is, is what is the Bible saying as a text? Like, what is it saying as a book? Like, what does the Bible say about God? What does the Bible say about who Jesus is? What does the Bible say about healing? What does the Bible say about marijuana, let's say? So, and see, what a lot of people, and that's one aspect of the Bible. It's like a coin, or that's heads, you know, and that's what does the Bible say, truly say as a book. And then the other Mm -hmm. side is, do you believe it's from God? or it's the product of man or something else. See, so there's two aspects of it. And, I mean, we I, we can't prove the, the, the Bible's the word of God to anybody. We can give it some evidence, but ultimately it comes down to a person. And if, the, if they truly repent and want ask for forgiveness, believe they have to be forgiven, and um, it will follow Jesus, as the son of a living God, they'll be on the path to heaven. But then you'll know the truth. Till then, you won't know anything. You're just, before you come to God, you're on the outside looking in. It's like Alice in Wonderland. You're on the outside of a looking glass looking in. Once she went through the looking glass, she's on the inside looking out. And that's what being born from above is. It's looking from the, you become inside the kingdom looking out. And everything changes. Uh, right. Otherwise, you're just going to be on the outside looking in. But at least we can tell people the truth of the Bible. And 97% how can, how of can what... You, uh, how can you read your any... Bible and, and and know the difference between the parts of the Bible that aren't true and the parts that are true? Well, because yeah, if you say you want to learn what the Bible says about healing, what churches mm-hmm. do, they'll, they'll look up one or two verses and then run with it. They'll make a doctrine, a teaching on one or two verses. You can't do that. You got to see every single thing the Bible says about healing, and then you have the whole puzzle. <clears throat> and that's what I spent a lot of time right. doing. I mean, I know what that book says very well. Not everything, but the main doctrine, the main things. I know exactly what that book's saying. 
and it does not take long to learn it. Following it, accepting Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, that's a little bit different. That's something people have, I can't do for them, but we, we can talk about world events, Bible prophecy in the news, the ancient aliens. We can talk about these things and have a nice discussion. And, you know, you would think that more people would call the show, even if somebody listens right. to it on a, po- a podcast, because it's an off time of day right now. But then people could always call the show but a day or two later and want to ask questions. But, you know, when we believe in the first of two rapture events, because there are two raptures, there are only going to be 144,000 people taken. That's such a small number of people, in a sense, that that wouldn't be a lot of phone calls. But, you know, the Bible does if anybody talk wants, about... If anybody wants to call the radio show, it's one three four seven. Yeah, I mean, but... Even if you hate us, at least tell us. Yeah, but no, but, you know, this is an opportunity for people to call a show and have a real, open, honest discussion about God, religion, Satan, everything. Because churches are not honest, they're not open, and you can't question anything or they'll kick you out. Like I said, put your money in the plate, they smile and say, hey, you're doing great. But if you question or if you doubt, they will quick, quickly <clears throat> kick you out. We don't kick anyone out. We welcome questions. Got to question things. God's not, it's not wrong to question things, but when you get answers, you have to follow them. I noticed one That's guy right. was... Yeah, uh, Go ahead. I'll wait you one guy. This one guy just told me, I saw some guy here, and he's telling me, well, he really, he wants God. If God's real, let him come show him right now. Let him show him the truth. I said, well, you got to be willing to follow God, and then he'll show you the truth. You know, uh, God said to Jeremiah, when you seek me with all of your heart, then you shall find me. So when you want to know the truth of God more than anything else, and you're going to follow it, then you'll get an answer. I mean, what's a guy yeah, going to do? I, I, tell my, yeah, I tell my children it's simple because so many people make it complicated. Jesus said the whole law was love God first, then love others as you love yourself. That's not complicated. That's that's simple. It is very simple. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said on these two laws rest all the laws and the prophets. And the prophets. There you go. I mean, like, cause look, look at the Ten Commandments, Benny. What are the Ten Commandments, really? There are ten do nots. Do not right. make an idol. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Steal. Well, they're, they're all do nots. So even if a person mm-hmm. never broke one of the Ten Commandments, which we all have, but if a person never broke one of the Ten Commandments, it still doesn't make you good. I'll give an example. Somebody could be in need of money for the for the end of the month. They need $100 for their family for food because gas costs so much thanks to Biden and his new world order. So you may not do any harm to your neighbor, but you also could refuse to give them that $100 because there's something where you'd rather buy for yourself, you see? Yeah. Just make so, sure they're not using the money for drugs. Right. Exactly, Danny. But you you see my point. The following the Ten Commandments doesn't make you good. It just keeps you from being too bad. Like, you may not kill a person, but it don't mean you're going to go out of your way to save them from quicksand either. Or dive into a swimming pool to save them, you know, drowning. I mean, the love fulfills the law because it does, it's not the do nots, it's the do's. See, it yep. goes well. Yeah. So that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that. Oh, my bring dad that. always told me yeah. if you see a homeless person, and it was a very wise thing. He said, if you see a homeless person and they're begging right. for money, don't give them money. Take them and buy them a cheeseburger. Yeah, it'd be better to buy them food than give them money because they could be tempted to go buy drugs, alcohol, whatever ruins their life. Not that every homeless person's an addict. That's not what we're saying. I'm just saying it's better to buy them the food. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah, that's what I, that's what I do. Uh, 
Yeah, but um, yeah, because today everybody's just a paycheck or two away in this economy from homelessness. Yeah, that's true. I, I was being almost faced with homelessness with this what I'm going through here, but God came through for me because of you know someone listening to what God told him to do. <clears throat> so, but um. Yeah, but see, you see, you, so somebody follows the ten do nots, but Jesus said that's the Pharisees. They just they didn't help anybody. You're just like the churches. I mean, you go to a church, they may not want to kill you, they may not want to steal your wallet. Well, they'll try to get your money for sure, but yeah. they may not. <laughs> the pastor may or may not want to commit adultery with your wife unless maybe she looks really good. But the point is. They may not do harm, but they don't help you either, which is harm. Yeah. That's not people. loving your neighbor if you never do them any good. No, no. To love your neighbor is yourself. Well, if you're in trouble and you needed food, you'd want people to help you, so you do the same to others. Treat others yeah. as you want to be treated. It's so simple, but people know it's simple. They just don't want to follow it. That's all. They, they, they would rather... Um, They'd rather buy a new 90-inch television screen to watch the Super Bowl than to help their neighbor in need. Yeah, because uh, we always talked about that, Danny, and we always said everybody has needs, and then they have wants. Well, when all of your needs are met, then you should care about your brother and sisters and and Jesus' needs. And when all their Mm -hmm. needs are met, then maybe you could get a little want, but... Oh, it's, it's, that's how the first church was in Acts. They met everyone's needs. You don't see yeah. that in churches at all today. They'll point you to a shelter. They'll point you to phone numbers, but they don't take it a dollar away yeah, from the church. I've churches. experienced that one. Yeah. yeah, trying to get $5 from a church is like trying to yank a bone out of a pit bull's mouth. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah. Good, good luck on that one. Yeah. But, yeah, but we're trying to help people here. We really are. We're trying to be a light to people and show them what the truth is. I mean, uh, so many people. I had some new people on my Facebook page. You know, it's, it's Harry Walther. There you go. It's got the image from the radio show. We welcome the people who come on our Facebook page. I like people to call and ask questions. But a lot of people hail Satan and some Satanists are always hailing Satan. I always say, what are you hailing him for? What has he done for you? I mean, uh, if people, it's like the people that have value to him, they can sing good, they be in movies, promote his satanic, wicked, violent agenda. That's who he rewards with, you know, record contracts, movie deals, etc. If you don't have much value to him, he doesn't do much for you. That's true. Remember one time there were a couple of people in some rural area of Kentucky or something, these three gothic teens, they murdered their friend for Satan. What was their great mm-hmm. reward? 25 years in prison, see? Yep. But, uh, yeah, if you can, if you can sing Jeez. Satan songs, then he rewards you with contracts. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Exactly right, Danny, yeah. Yep. But, um, but I mean, like the churches, 98% of what the churches teach is false. The Trinity is fake and false and not of God. It's not three gods in one. The once saved, always saved version. Salvation by faith alone is a lie. It's false. Book of Romans is fake and false. A one guaranteed rapture, no matter how wicked and evil you are, is false. Virtually everything the churches teach is false. Virtually yeah. everything. I mean, if a pastor gets yeah. up and says you shouldn't commit adultery, well, that's just the truth. That's reading from uh, one of the Ten Commandments. So what? Does everything else he says is going to be a lie. You know, it's just the nature of the beast. But, Speaking uh, of Romans, I found a I found a verse today. I was reading it to to compare with what Jesus said, and. Uh, I found a verse that I think you would love. It's Romans 5.20. It says, as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace become more abundant. Look at that, yeah. 
we should go out and sin even more to make his grace abundant. What's he saying? We invite some hookers <laughs> over with some cocaine and champagne. That that's what's good. Yes, you know there was a there was a guy named Rasputin, Rasputin that was responsible. He's a very satanic person. He was responsible for the fall of uh, Russia and the Russian Revolution, and he believed right. exactly that. He believed the only way to salvation was to live the most depraved, perverted, corrupted life possible. Like sex with animals, corpses, marry everything. Yeah, the most uh-huh. yeah, so that's so sort of what Paul's suggesting. Yeah, then you go out and sin, sin all you want to make grace how did he put it again? Say that verse again. God's, God's grace will become more abundant. If the more you sin, the more you grace you have. Now, if I preach that, we would be have a lot of money. We'd the money be rolling into that church. Yeah, they'd be doing. Hey, I give a sermon on Sunday. Hey, people, are you sinning enough? Because the more you sin, the more is grace abounds. Like, wouldn't that be a great? Wouldn't we be a very successful church, Danny? Tell people you yeah. got to sin more. Raise your hand. Who has committed adultery last week? Well, you got to get started. Have swinger clubs. Yeah. I have, a, I have a friend who's Catholic, and I, I wanted to but be Danny, able to talk to him a little bit. Follow, follow uh-huh. the subject line a minute. But I'm just okay. saying. See what I mean? <laughs> so you would raise say, who's committed adultery this week? Oh, these people, yeah, you got to commit adultery. The more you sin, well, the more the Catholic Church is the center of adultery. And, and, yeah, well, the Catholic, and, uh, yeah, the Catholic Church sexual is. Sins. Because, yeah, well, when people sin in the Catholic well, see, the Baptists, the Protestants just say, well, you're saved by faith through grace. You could just uh, ask God to forgive you or not because it don't matter because you're going to heaven. The Catholics have mm-hmm. different, like, different sins merit different things. Like, Father, I have sinned. They call him Father, but Jesus said, don't call man, any man, religious man, Father. So you're already sinning just by calling a priest Father. But then, yep. you know, like littler sins, you say two Hail Marys, which is a sin, <laughs> worship Mary. And then, uh, a worse sin, you may have to say ten Hail Marys and put ten dollars in the plate or something. Don't eat meat for a week, but it's a joke. The Catholic yeah. Church, the Protestant Church, none of these churches are from God. They're all based on the fake Hindu, pagan, Roman Trinity. And you know, like I say, if you're turned off to these fake churches, so's God. That doesn't mean to run to Satan, you know, take you in with open arms. It just means the churches are fake. The churches are false. The churches are lies. They're evil. And that's the truth. Somebody's got to say it, so we say it. The churches are false. The churches are fake. They're being led by the demonic snake. There you go. Yep. There you go. That's a good round. Father of all lies. Yep. Anyway, it's enough for people for the moment. We're going to take a quick break here. I guess sin abounds. I guess I'll... Have a couple shots of vodka, and we'll be uh, right back. All things in moderation. Speeding up the society, for ethnic purity, now sing. Sympathy, embracing nationality, ethnic lenses, Sicilian spoiler, trifling crime, just to survive. Ethnic lenses, Sicilian spoiler, request for mine, so no one's alive. Hey, hello, and welcome back to Doomsday. 
Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry here in Black Talk. Satansrapture.com and .org are band sites, and I'm here with my co-host, the original co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. How are you doing again? Well, I'm trying to sin more, so grace abounds even more. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, you, you mentioned you mentioned wine before you before the before you went to the break. Uh, do you believe one all things in moderation? I believe in all things in moderation, including moderation. <laughs> That's, all. That's a no, good one. But, but not yet. What did Paul say? He said uh, that the, the Book of Romans is a demonic book, and it should be removed carefully from the Bible and burned. But I don't want people to do that because I'm telling them to. If you do a couple-week comparative study between the key verses in Romans and what Jesus taught, then you can carefully remove the book of Romans page by page and torch it. There's some other mistakes in Paul's writings, but none, Romans was definitely changed and altered. Because according to yeah. Romans, uh, Putin is a righteous servant of God as he's blowing up schools, orphanages, hospitals, maternity hospitals. Yeah, that's really serving God. Maybe Putin believes the more viciously he sins, the more graceful abound. Right. Sounds like Satan wrote the Book of Romans to me. Yeah, exactly. He did write it. Hey, 66 books in the King James Bible. You figure the devil's got to sneak one in. And I hear people yep. say, oh, they, they don't they don't agree. I, there was a pastor, fundamental evangelical, listening right now. He'd say, every book in the Bible is inspired by God. Every book's in perfect harmony. Yeah, and the Wizard That's of Oz is... Yeah, and the Wizard of Oz is real, and so is Santa Claus, dude. <laughs> Look what kind of, kind of nonsense is that? They can't. They yeah. Just, you, know, you can sit there to the end of the world trying to reconcile the Book of Romans to Jesus' words, but you can't because they're fake. Ever, I mean, we take key chapters. Huh? I went through my Book of Romans and wrote the word lie by every lie, and it's full of lies. Yeah, I mean, I don't have it. Well, I have a book of Romans online on the computer. I don't have one in any Bible I have here. They're all torched. Yeah. I got, we got I'll to make a video. i start a good bonfire. Yeah, we're going to make a YouTube video one day. We have Burning Santa Claus, that lie. We should, we're going to have one of, of removing the book of Romans from the Bible, reading key lies, and burning it. That's what we're going to do. Got to wear you got to wear your N95 mask though, because even breathing the fumes of Romans could be possessive, be demonic. That book is just a demonic, evil, wicked joke. And then you know the saddest thing is that when you go to an evangelical church, they lift up the Book of Romans. They call salvation the road to Romans. That's how twisted they are. So to yep. these twisted evangelical and Catholic churches. Romans is the book for the quote Christians to file, file, follow the file, of the, and they say the, the gospels are for the Jews. That's what these these freaks say. These anti-Semitic mm-hmm. monsters. No, the, the words of Jesus is for humanity, for anyone that wants God, and the Book of Romans is a demonic piece of garbage because people, you know, people yeah. can hide behind it. Look at the Protestant and Lutheran and Catholic churches in Germany. Those churches were teaching from Romans. Hitler is the righteous servant of God, and we, we have to follow what he says. We have to kill Jews for Jesus. Kill Jews for Jesus. Now, how insane is that? Very. Very insane. And they make Jesus God. He's the sun God. You know, when I was a kid, you always heard... Uh, Jews were the children of God. This is what I heard in church. And Christians are adopted into the family. But I never hear that anymore. Never, never, no. never. No, you won't hear that anymore. Jewish anti-Semitism is on a vast rise. And it's pretty end times, which we're in right now. And we come back, we're going to talk about the end times. But it's just important stuff we're talking about. But, yeah, I've heard a lot of people. Yeah, but to a lot of, to a lot of these 
evangelical and Catholic churches, the words of Jesus is like bubble wrap, like when you get something in an Amazon package. And the Book of Romans is their gold standard because they worship the devil. And, you know, in mm-hmm. disguise. But, you know, it's even in the Book of Romans, though, it's every, every letter Paul wrote always starts out with, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus. In every letter, he shatters the Trinity. In every letter, Paul did not believe in the Trinity. He said, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus. So he saw God was the true Father, one God of Israel, and Jesus was his only begotten Son, and the true God made Lord. And you go back to David. David actually was one of the first prototype Christians. David had the Holy Spirit, was given the Holy Spirit, and David himself said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool when he comes back to rule the world, Jesus, and destroy the Antichrist and his army. So David said, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord God said to my Lord, small L, and that's what Jesus is. Mm-hmm. You follow him as your, as your Lord, and then, then, then you become one with his Lord, the Lord, the Lord God. It's very simple. There's nothing complicated. The churches make it complicated so you can't see through their lies. There is a matrix out there. It's these churches. It's all false religion. False religion, greed, illusion. Money can buy happiness. Now, money can make you happier, and that's very true. If I had $100,000 right now, I would be a lot happier than I am now because I can meet a lot of my needs. But money itself does not give you true happiness or peace. And that's why all these wealthy people and Hollywood celebrities all are all addicted to drugs, alcohol. Look at that drummer of the Foo Fighters, 50 years old. It's your age, Danny. He he died of an overdose of drugs. Yep. So he wasn't Yeah, well, he chose. That was his path he chose. Yeah, it's a sad path. And um, it's a very sad path. People get hooked on painkillers and they overdose. Like Prince and Tom Petty and they die. Famous rockers. But, um, yeah, I used to love Tom Petty growing up. Yeah, it's a couple good songs. And yeah. uh, Jimi Hendrix died of an overdose. He was a great guitar player and singer. He broke the mold. Back then, I mean, he, that guy played he played guitar and sung better than any uh, white performer out there at the time. You know, yep. Purple Haze, he had some really great songs. He had a great band. Great. He actually played lead guitar and sung. When all the other bands, one guy was the vocalist and the other guy played lead guitar. He did both. Very talented person. Yep. He died of an overdose at 27. Yeah, but anyway, yep, that's uh, that's the situation there. But yeah, we'll see these churches. People, they don't also call the show because they know they're not going to they're not going to argue and win. They're going to win an argument because they're talking from nonsense. You can't have one verse theology. You can't use one verse to back to make a doctrine and ignore everything else. Yeah. And that's what the churches do. One verse theology. Because they're false. They're evil. They're not of God. They're of the devil. Anyway, yeah, they we're going to take gonna... one verse and revolve the whole thing around it. Yep. And usually out of Romans. Well, anyway, Romans says the more you sin, the more grace abounds. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to sin with something. I don't know what. I drink or take smoke <laughs> something. <laughs> Seriously, Danny. I'll be right back. Here's a great song for the churches. Because. They're certainly not walking with Jesus. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
Hager, Harry here on Black Talk, SatansRapture.com.org, our band site, and with me, my original co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. Amazing. It's <laughs> truly amazing, Danny. Now you're doing really good. But, you know, we're, so here we are, and we're talking about the end times. Look at Putin. He is systematically destroying Ukraine. And um, Biden is making mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, the great orange clown Donald Trump's going to do any better. He wouldn't. He'd trigger World War III. But there's certain things Biden could have done that would have been much better. I'll tell you what he could have done. Instead of that emotionally charged, ridiculous speech he gave in Poland, trying to act tough and everything, saying Putin has to go, he needs to get out, be, he can't be president, Zing, whatever, prime Zing minister. Change. Yeah, right. Totally wrong. And then they all had to back it down, back it up, try to say it and say it. What he should have said was, we have to drive the Russian forces out of the Ukraine, not threaten Putin. And the other thing Biden's doing now, blaming Putin for the super rise in gas prices across America, which is a lie. He's, um, yep. Yep. And, um, no, it's a lie. The reason the gas prices are so high is the first thing Biden did when he came to power is close the XL pipeline, which may took us from being energy independent to making us dependent on our enemies oil and that's a dumb yep. thing and now to make another blunder he wants to start using up our strategic emergency oil reserves so then if there's a real crisis we won't have any gasoline guys insane what, what America should do is rise up and tell Biden we are not paying a cent in taxes until you open the XL pipeline because we're going to use the, the money we save is going to food and gas. So you deceive, but there's no leaders today. They're just cowards. And, and churches can hear this message like the one of the biggest cowards I've ever met. Well, not met. I didn't meet him, but I saw him on television a lot. Is that Robert Jeffries, the head of the Dallas Baptist Church down there. And he, that's like the, the Vatican. That's the, the, about, Jeffries Church is... The, is like Dallas, Texas is the Vatican of the uh, Baptist faith because that's the center of it. And look at Jeffries, he, and he'll quote Romans. He quoted Romans with Trump. We have to follow Trump, follow all governments and authorities in the Lord. Well, they're not in the Lord. That's the problem there, Jeffries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump nor Biden were in the Lord, and they uh, not at all. Trump was a man that said he don't believe in repentance. Hey, it sounds like Satan. He don't believe in repentance either. So they're all the same. Maybe Jeff, maybe Jeffries okay. will, uh, maybe Jeffries will uh, have a debate with you. You know, after you start the Church of Philadelphia, the physical church. Maybe he'll do it on live radio. Well, just don't hold your breath. In Andy, his vanity. Ha- in his vanity. Good, but I wouldn't hold your breath because you'll turn blue and collapse, and we need you. Uh, yeah, he might. I don't know. You could try. Not they they do lot. things in their vanities. They think they're smart, but they're they're not. No, they're not smart at all, Danny. Because God gave me the uh, ability to understand the Bible. I mean, and what what it's really saying. Well, I don't I don't claim to be a prophet. I never did. I claim to correctly interpret Bible prophecy. And we are in the end times. If things are going to get worse, this is just the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. Because it's just a matter of time. When North Korea will start to threaten South Korea, where Iran will start to threaten Israel and Europe with missiles, when China start takes Taiwan and maybe Japan, and Biden will just sit there and do nothing, but make mistake after mistake after mistake. Open the pipe pipeline, Biden, or no more taxes. See. People don't say that. They, they're cowards. So Jeffries would say, yeah. no, no, follow Biden. He's a, he's, an, he's a servant of righteousness of God. No, he's not. He's a liar. He's a fake politician. And he, but he did admit the truth. They are using COVID 
19 to create the new world order out of his own words. So Putin's trying to defeat the new world order, but by just by killing civilians, which is kind of sick too. But well, it's kind of a it's kind of a double-sided coin though because the the Ukrainians got a citizens army, so they have no choice but to fight the citizens. Well, that's right. They don't because when they're opening fire from an apartment building, all the Russian soldiers know is they're being shot at. Fire back, fire missiles and rockets, blow up the building. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But the Ukrainian leader and people are very proud people, and they're going to fight on. And uh, they're not. And the thing, you know, the thing is, the United States military. And Europe, they're not even giving them the weapons they need to really stop Putin. Like right. Tank, so they're, they're just inevitable they're going to lose. Because Putin has no problem taking his time. They're, they're arming and, themselves with Molotov cocktails. That's how little weapons they have. Yeah. Well, they have Stinger missiles. They have things, but they're running out of things. Yeah. But, I mean... They're not going to win this. Putin will stop when he wants to stop. He knows they're cowards. He knows they're afraid of his nuclear war. And uh, he may release biological or chemical weapons. And if he does, he'll say they're not his. He'll say the Ukraine released them. And and the winds blew it back. Because Putin is a propagandist and a liar, too. They're all evil. It's evil fighting evil. That's what we're seeing. Fire fighting fire, as Misty always used to say. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't the Ukraine have biological weapons, too, though, to use? Well, the United States had a secret bioweapons laboratory in the Ukraine. What was that doing? So Putin saw that. He saw them Trump sell uh, Putin, uh, Ukraine... um, about 10,000 of these drones and Stinger missiles that take out tanks, and he saw that as a threat or potential threat. And now he's waging a, a, one of the most horrific wars we've ever seen because he deliberately targets civilian targets. It's because what he doesn't want, Putin does not want to take over to Ukraine and then fight a 20-year battle against guerrilla warfare, snipers, sabotage, no. He wants to drive at least all of eastern Ukraine and drive all the Ukrainians at least out of eastern Ukraine. And that way he can move his nuclear uh, mobile base missiles that much closer to Europe. And if he can take more, he'll take more. And and the propaganda machine is just flying through Russia. Then he's telling the people, the United States and NATO want to destroy Russia and we're defending Mother Russia. And that's that's what they're telling the people. Did you ever do a Bible code program on uh, this the war between the Ukraine and Russia to see see how it would turn out? No, I didn't, but I don't have to because we know how it'll turn out, and I don't even have a complete. You can't even get a complete Bible code program now unless you go go to Israel and try to find one, put it on an old XP right. computer. But um, even from what I've seen, and though Putin, he'll take as much as he can get. If you can take half the Ukraine, and then uh, it's not worth it, it'll stop. I think he's going to take the whole Ukraine, personally. Yep. Yep. But, you know, right now, as the world is revving up to follow the Antichrist, saving son, as so many people, bands, are singing the most satanic, violent music, the most satanic, violent movies, television shows, video games, the world is being prepared to for the second Holocaust, but the judgment to come upon, upon them is underway right now in the form of polar shift. Because right now there's an acceleration of the magnetic poles of the Earth are flipping. And once the North Pole becomes the South Pole, and the South Pole becomes the North Pole, then the Earth itself during the tribu- second part of a tribulation will flip, and you will have total polar shift. And that means every earthquake and every volcano blows. Imagine 10.0 volcanoes all around the world, followed by massive volcanoes exploding and tsunamis. That's what's coming, and worse. So 
The judgment for the world for following the Antichrist is already underway. Already underway right now in the form of polar shift. But there's a verse in Revelation you mentioned last week, Benny. Last show about in Revelation it says when God's judgment begins to be poured out upon this world that follows Satan, it said people will seek death and won't be able to find it. I mean they'll be praying to yeah. God to kill them. They won't be repenting to God. They'll be praying to the God of the Bible to kill them, and he won't. But then again, Misty, or my fearless co-host, who's on vacation, and she needs one, especially from me. Anyway, it's true. But I I can be uh, a lot to deal with sometimes. Well, that's because you're tormented day and night by evil people. Yeah, that's true. But I still should be able to overcome this, and I am. It just takes time. You know, if somebody severely abuses a child, they're going to have more trouble dealing with abuse for the gospel when they're an adult than if they never were abused as a child because they're not getting triggered from the past. You know, post-traumatic stress disorder and all that's real. But still, I mean, it's something I'm working to overcome. Uh, you 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 don't say, hey, uh, that's the way it goes, you know. I'm I was I was, I was made that way to suck it up. No, that's, that's the wrong attitude. You have to overcome the <laughs> the bad things in your life. But right now, we yeah, I was always told to, suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, right. That's what but, my parents always used to tell me: suck it up, Buttercup. Well, maybe they <laughs> thought in some ways you were being a little weak. I don't know. I wasn't there. But. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. I, mean, I was raised in a private school, and they they, they had rules about uh, uh, fighting. You were you were you were to turn the other cheek. You were you were not supposed to get in any kind of fights, even if you're even if it was self defense. No, they didn't have that in our school. In fact, in our school, I went to the, the they always said, "Well, you got something against some kid, just put on the boxing gloves and go at it in the gym." But most kids didn't want to do that. They'd rather fight in the street. Because then they could get yeah. you on the ground and pound your face into the ground, slam their knee into your face, kill you, really. I mean, I, I was in UFC fights before UFC was even invented. Right. With no referee, no mat. The mat was the cement, the dirt, the gravel, the grass, and not cool. Do you, do you even believe in turn the other cheek? Is I mean, as a Christian, if someone's bullying me, should I, should I sit there and take it like a man? Well, good question. So to speak. Every situation is different. But when Jesus said, if somebody uh, turns on the other cheek, if somebody, you know, slaps you on one one cheek off or the other, a slap in the face in Bible days was really an insult. Because men seldom slap another man in the face. And that's why that whole Will Smith thing is disgraceful. He rushes up. And slaps, it slapped him hard, but he still mm-hmm. slapped Chris Rock in the face. That's a very girlish, cowardly thing to do. I mean, I'd rather yeah. try to throw a full-scale punch at me than a slap. But yeah. I mean, my, very rare. I have never tried had anyone try to slap me in my life. A guy. I've had guys try to tear my head off, but I've never had him slap me. <laughs> I would laugh. He did give him a good hit, but he still was an open hand. But it just uh, shows Will Smith has no self-control. And the sad thing is the guy made a joke about his wife. He didn't know his wife had a a condition of alopecia when her hair fell out. He thought she was uh, going to be part of a G.I. Jane 2 movie. Because in G.I. Jane, Demi Moore shaved her head totally to show that she's as tough as the Marine. Because women really like – women really – sometimes go overboard but women pride themselves in having long hair and pretty hair and all that and a lot of women do and to shave their head for a woman is a horrible thing so but Demi Moore mm-hmm. wanted to show that, but, uh, that she was as tough as men but uh, Will Smith just has he doesn't have God he has no self control and he's probably what's he follows Scientology some form of Satanism but he, uh, he, he just showed he has no self control and of course, Hannity and Fox is cheering him on. He did, uh, Hannity's another clown that thinks he's bad. 
Yeah. Yep. He's tough. He's all this, that. I mean, I would get better from the surgery I had. I mean, I'd, I'd fight him in a ring if I could. You have a show for a week. <laughs> Use his show to preach the gospel, the true gospel. He never would do that, though. Too much of a little baby. That'd be an interesting, be an interesting fight. You yeah, have a penalty right. stroke. You have a penalty stroke because you just went through surgery. Uh, well, you know, Danny, I had high blood pressure. It was uncontrolled. They couldn't control it. They couldn't give me the medicine to control it. It hit 217 over 120. You get a stroke. Wow, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah. And then I had nine nosebleeds all over the floor. And then suddenly it's dropped down within normal. That's great. Yeah. That's why I'm talking quieter, notice. Yep. My pulse isn't revved up like it was. And uh, I could talk even quieter, just when I, the quieter I maybe talk. Because some, maybe because your I worries talk. have, maybe because everything that was worrying you is gone, so you don't have that stress no more. Well, yeah, and also I'm not being harassed and abused around the clock. Yeah. Yeah. But this one person that works here, some supervisor, a manager that really gave me a rough time, false everybody now she's very sick very sick she's so sick people can't even go in her office so see god does bring judgment on people because if he doesn't they'll never learn if somebody just keeps doing evil and evil and evil and god god doesn't do something to that person they're just going to continue yeah to get in a car crash and break their face in the into the windshield then they may wake up I hate to say that, but sometimes you got to be cruel to be kind. Well, I'm not going to tell everybody my personal life, but uh, whenever I was sinning a lot, and and I think God punished me, and uh, and I was able to see that it was God punishing me, and not just thinking, you know, I have a horrible life or whatever, just having self pity. But I was able to see that it was God punishing me, and I and I repented and became a real Christian. Well, correcting you. He was really not punishing. It's not even a good word, correcting. But you know, well, I, I look at I look at God as a father, and a father punishes his child if he needs it. Not I'm not talking about bruising your child. I'm talking about correcting your child. Yeah, don't use the word punish because that God doesn't punish people. He corrects people. Yeah, people. Right. So people bring judgment on themselves, but God corrects people, and sometimes the correction has to be. The Bible says the more rebellious you are, the harsher the correction. It does say yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But back to this other thing. We talked about that verse. People will seek death. They'll pray to God to kill them. But the death will elude them. But Misty brought up once a good point. She said, what if they're not able to kill themselves? Like, what if someone puts a gun in their mouth and pulls the trigger and they blow half their face head off? But God won't take their soul, so they're still alive. Right. I mean, or somebody, what, they're going to cut their head off, and then their head will, their body will still be walking around carrying their head? I don't know. It's possible. I mean, that yeah. would really be a nightmare for people, because then people wouldn't be, they'd be afraid to try to kill themselves. Yeah, but I'm still working on that verse from the book of Romans, where... Where sin abounds, grace abounds more. So, hey, it makes it have a fun weekend, you know. I thought you'd yeah. like that verse. When I read it, it sickened me. Well, it sickens you, yeah. But, I mean, if you follow it, wow. Do hey. Yeah. The more you sin, the more grace abounds. The more you sin, the more Jesus' death on the cross means something. If I, we preach that, boy, would we have it. We, we'd be raking in millions of dollars a month. People would love to hear that. That's true. But we don't, I'm not going to sell my soul for money. No. What do you think about the church, the churches that believe uh, that God is like Santa Claus and he brings, you know, he gives you everything you want? Well, obviously they're false and they're liars. God meets our need, not our greed. That's why all these people, they can buy lottery tickets when it hits a billion and they can claim their win and all this, but they don't win. God meets yeah. our needs, 
And if we have, if we've been given wealth, God doesn't give us wealth to store up wealth. He gives us the wealth to use to help others. Because the church of Philadelphia is the worthy, faithful church in heaven. It will be taken in the first of two raptures. They're of a church that bears fruit with perseverance. They're of a church that truly endures and follows Jesus, and they have love of the brethren. That's what Philadelphia means. See, the meaning got changed. Now they call it brotherly love. No. The, the actual word meant love of the brethren. And to love those mm-hmm. that truly follow Jesus, the Christ, of a, Christ, the Son of a living God, then that means a lot because... The, we're the most hated minority religion in the world. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. But, hey, that's, the truth's the truth. And like Misty always said, the truth is there is a truth. No matter what people are arguing about, there's a truth. Which which way is it that, uh, which way is it that a golf course? Well, it's either left or right or straight. One of them has to be true. People can argue that they're blue in the face, but one of the three, or there is no more golf course, but the, there's always a truth on everything. Yeah. And the truth's part of God. But that would be something, wouldn't it? If people, like, try to kill themselves, somebody tries to put a gun in their mouth and pull the trigger and the tribulation from the heat and the cold and the judgment and the sores all over their body, and all they do is put a hole through themselves and they don't die. Because people see that, yeah. they would know you can't kill yourself. It's possible that I was happen. watching one of my one of yeah. my sons. He's he's kind of immature, and so he likes these kids shows on TV. And on one of the kids shows, they they were talking about nanobots. You know, you could consume them, and they'll heal you from the inside out, like little doctors. And I thought to myself, if they injected people with something like nanobots, that would explain a lot. Yeah, well, they're already... It would, uh, heal, it would heal you. Uh, it won't heal people at all. It'll kill them. Just like what's in every vaccine for COVID-19, whether it's Moderna, Pfizer, well, I mean, whatever, couple, yeah, it's graphene oxide. It turns you, it makes, it magnetizes your body. So when they start this Luciferic initiation under Luce, under when the Antichrist comes, the digital scannable tattoo will activate. They're actually magnetizing what, people. What did you think about Biden's fourth shot this morning? He took Who his knows? fourth vaccine this morning. He probably got an antipsychotic drug injected into him, <laughs> or a B12 shot. I, I, I don't believe he, he could have took this vaccine. Who knows? We'll never know. I don't trust the politician as far as I can spit. That's yeah. about five feet on a decent day. I think uh, I think they're slipping slipping Biden some Prevagen just in case. Prevagen? They that's probably that drug, got him that's on, a drug that helps your memory? Oh, they probably got him on some drug they have that really does something you can't even have access to, Danny. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but we are deep in the end times, and things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. Biden said one truth. He said expect gasoline shortages and food shortages across the country. And I'll tell you, when people don't have food in four to five days, they become psychotic. So you don't even have to release a zombie apocalypse virus. Just withhold food. Do you yeah. think it's a good idea to, to stock stock up on canned food and stuff like that? I think it's a good I think it's a good thing to have about two or three weeks of uh, non-perishable food, bottled water, a flashlight, the work batteries, um, and all that, and a way to protect it as well. You get my drift? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's not a sin to own a gun. She is told as disciples no. to have a sword of self-defense. I mean, if you want to shoot somebody, then you're already a murderer in your heart. But I always tell people, yeah, hey, buy a gun, learn how to shoot it, pray to God you'll never have to use it. And if you get, if you do buy a gun, don't put it in a place where you have your children have access to it. Cause you just defeated your own purpose. 
You buy a gun yeah, to protect exactly. your family, and then you, little Johnny gets the gun and shoots his sister in the face. That's not too smart. Yeah, my father, then, when he was a child, he, he shot a hole through his house and the neighbor's house playing with his guns, his dad's yeah, guns. Not too smart. But remember, Jesus said, he told his disciples, now that I'm leaving you, you're going to need to carry money and script, a wallet, whatever, and you're going to have to buy a sword. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. A sword was a... They all carried short swords in those days, between like 12 inches and 18. And, you know, so if you're mm-hmm. armed with a, the disciples are walking around, a few of them have swords, well, they're less likely to be attacked because of the preaching the gospel or worse, robbed or raped or whatever, or murdered or whatever's in sick people's minds. But notice he said to buy a sword. I see buy people yeah. buying five, six, seven, ten, fifteen guns, ten thousand, wasting all this money, and they they buy they got, the more guns a person has, the greater their fear, and they think the more guns they have, they see they want to get rid of their fear. One gun don't take away their fear, so they try two, three, yeah. four, five, bigger guns. No, no gun with weapon will take away your fear. It really increases it. But take the only we gotta have can... one for hunting, one for self-defense, one for uh, you know target practice. And you gotta have one for everything. Yeah, you gotta like, one you for squirrels, like... one for deer. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be like Tucker <laughs> or Carlton. He sleeps in bed with his AR-15. No, but seriously, yeah, yeah, only God can take away fear. But, I mean, it's ridiculous. Because you're buying 10 guns and all that ammunition, all that money could be, a lot of that money could be going to help your neighbors in need. But they're they're run more by fear, so you're not going to help no one. Yeah, yeah. you help a gun store owner, uh, yeah, he'll help him make it rich. I mean, but, uh, yeah, but right I don't, now. I don't, keep a, I don't keep a gun because I have severe depression. So, and I've tried suicide a couple times when I was younger. But uh, I don't keep guns in the house for that reason. Well, that's a good reason. Yeah, that's a good reason. It's just too but, easy. Uh, it's too easy. The thing I hate, I hate guns because it's too easy to kill somebody with a gun. But a gun yeah. is a necessary evil, just like other things in life. But it's a necessary evil. But if you, like I said, you start buying more than one, you're led by fear. You you, you want to shoot somebody, you're a murderer in your heart. But, you know, like yeah. I always say, people should buy a gun, learn how to use it, and pray to God you never have to use it. Because if that isn't your prayer, there's something wrong in your heart. Or even a sword. I got a katana sword. It's very sharp. I bet. Oh, yeah. But that's a very, it's a very good weapon. To defend yourself. But anyway, thanks for listening to the show tonight. God bless. Good night and take care.